This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. I'm Helen Farmer. On today's show, we are taking a trip to D3 for Dubai Design Week, learning more about the medium of neon art and then taking to the waves. Sure Thing is all about surf therapy and they've got an event for your diary. celebrating art, creativity and a fantastic event that's happening now Dubai Design Week with Charlotte Debel. She's a French artist from Vertical Design Joining us now, she's got her own workshop studio in Alcoz filled with neon light and has an installation there at Dubai Design Week We've stolen you away from that fantastic cultural hotspot of D3 into our studio today a studio of a different kind. Charlotte how are you? I'm good, thank you. I'm, I really do appreciate your time. I know how busy you are with this installation and, and lots of um, you know, meeting and networking and, and enjoying kind of everybody coming together for Dubai Design Week. But I wanted to bring you in because when I went to your studio, workshop, shop, whatever you want to call it, I just thought more people need to know about who you are and what you do because it absolutely blew my mind. Before we talk about what you do, tell us a little bit about when you discovered light as a medium, as an artist? Yeah, so I have a journey that is completely uh, different. So I've been always into the creative um, world, but uh, from advertising to design. But I was deep down was drawn to lights. I didn't really know what it was at the time. But um, I just wanted to learn about it. And neon light was just so fascinating for me. I couldn't really find anything online about it. And even the thing that I was finding online was just like, wait, like bringing even more questions. Mm -hmm. So I decided to go to New York and I learned everything about Neon there alongside David Eblon, which is like one of the best tube bender in the world. So tube bender. Yeah, tube Love bender, it. yeah. <laughs> which you did. I so, did. <laughs> um, yeah, and it was just fantastic and I just came back here and I was looking for like a neon community in the Middle East and I couldn't find anything and I was like okay I need to bring that here and showcase that to everyone. And what that looks like now as I said is you take commissions um, also you're doing a, a kind of a large scale installation now but you know commissions for private clients for commercial but you're also teaching how to work with neon which as you said I tried um, I was not a skilled tube bender you my, did well my husband was, was good Nick, Nick, Nick was better to be fair um, and what I thought was really interesting was you talking a little bit about the science and the history behind it so when people come in for workshops or when you're you know teaching outside as well what are some of the, the facts that, that people really kind of enjoy about neon light as a medium yeah, I think it's just really fascinating because people come in and they don't really realize that it's glass. Uh, sometimes they just think they would just kind of flex the tube like this. But no, there's flame. You can cut yourself. Uh, there is some like, it's intimidating. Um, but like neon light is just, it's just fascinating in a way that you you don't really know where it's going when you are in the fire. So you just need to make sure that you are in it to win it um, and actually like the science behind it is is just another uh, another world that I didn't know existed when I learned about it and the gas that is inside um, how it was made before 
it's exactly the same that is made now. What, what are the origins, origins and when did it start? As a, as so a it practice? started uh, in early 90s and 1910. It's Georges Claude who discovered that in France, uh, which um, by accident um, lit a glass tube with gas in it and just bright red, which is called neon light because when he experimented it, it was neon. Uh, but now, after the years, they realized that they could put other gases inside. So argon, krypton, helium, they'd all shine different colors. Um, and then mixing this with phosphor inside the tube, it just gives another realm of colors. So it's very fascinating, yeah, again. it's What kind of blew my mind about it was just how challenging it was because we see neon um, in advertising, in art, but actually when you look at how that glass is bended to create those shapes or the the illusion of shapes... My goodness, it was cha- it was really challenging. And you've, of course, got this down to a literal art. So tell us a little bit about vertical design. What is your, to borrow your mother tongue, your raison d'etre? Yeah, so, I mean, I created vertical design, obviously, to bring uh, my passion for neon lights to a larger audience. Uh, and vertical design is an art studio. Uh, we do anything that is uh, creative around light and wall art. Um, we are saying most of the time that uh, we like to um, bring extraordinary experience through lights. Um, it's very important to um, have feelings when you enter into a space and light can give you that and especially also make your space remember rememberable for mm-hmm. people. Um, so vertical design is really doing this and we are, like I've always said to clients, we are not a typical signage company. We don't take just signage um, work. We really try to see it it's through a different angle uh, and always with art and design. And all the sign that we do are done in a certain way that there's an attention to details that none of other people are doing it in the market. Um, so that's really what set us apart. And that's really important for me to make it justice so this craft is not lost. And this has taken, you know, really large scale forms, which we can talk about in a minute, but, you know, for commercial clients, but also for residential clients, people who might want a small artistic piece to complement the decor on their home or thinking about light on a bigger scale. Have there been any unusual commissions over the years? Where you thought, oh, my goodness, this is going to be really challenging or, oh, my goodness, why do you want that? Um, yeah, I mean, we've done a few that I was just like, oh, I'm not sure I'm like up up for it but um, you know I've been approached by Prada last year and we'd done the Damien Hurst um, installation the pharmacy wow. and I was like whoa like this is like a proper Art. artist here um, and I'm like doing his work uh, in light so that was like very uh, challenging challenging as well because th- it was big scales it was like two or three meters uh, light and then there was like a circle chandelier with um, uh, LED lights uh, around it, but all the rest was neon. It was really specific on the neon and how it was done. And he was checking, Steam was checking everything in, back in the UK. So <sighs> that no was pressure. Um, yeah. <laughs> it is pressurized. You know, when, when I had a go at, at bending the glass, it, I can only imagine, and I'm sure it has happened to you, when you're working for minutes, hours, maybe days on a project in a medium that can. Break. Shatter, break. Yeah. Have you had any disasters over the yeah. years? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's many. <laughs> Even on installation, you're just installing is the last bit, and then just someone 
does a wrong movement and then oh. bam, it <sighs> just shatters. But you can, what's the great thing about neon is like, okay, it shatters, but you can always fix it. You can always go back to the studio, rebend it, repump the gas. And it's, that's why it's still, it's very sustainable in a way. It's, it's glass filled with gas. There's nothing else. There's no filaments. There's nothing inside. You're it. using other mediums as well. You're collaborating. I saw a beautiful piece um, in your studio with um, kind of custom made tiles. You work with LED as well in terms of like, you know, affordability for one thing, but also more flexibility with, with colour, using acrylics as well. Um, what's popular right now? What are customers kind of, you know, really clicking on on the website or asking you about commissions and things? Well, we always have like the residential projects, which are like mainly uh, clients who want something that is the, their names or their kid's name. This will be just like the regular order. But like we have a lot of uh, requests now. It's like mixing media. So that's why we are doing murals. So we actually paint, but we're also like mixing now cement tiles in the background to keep like artwork that will last forever outdoor, um, which is another venture that I'm starting. It's called the Artbound, um, a new company. Uh, and we do murals and we mix it with uh, neon light, but mainly cement tiles, which is all made in Malquame. They are beautiful. I mean, when you say cement, it's not. it doesn't look like that. It's like the colours, uh, the textures, it's beautiful. So tell us what's happening. Dubai Design Week is underway and you've got two pieces, I believe, there. Is that yes, right? Correct. So I have, um, I was commissioned to make an art piece there and I really wanted to have uh, something that was just like one thing. Uh, I wanted to make uh, two pieces that were like working in correlation. Um, so it's an immersive uh, art installation um, which uh, transports you to a realm of... Um, of a different world. Um, basically, there is like one installation which is horizontal, uh, which is all about uh, grounding energy and earth. You will recognize some shapes, um, but it's full of colors, it's playful. There's a lot of uh, reflection into it. And then there's another installation which is like more a vertical piece. Um, and this one is more about like raising toward the sky. There is like more cosmo feel and space feel to it, which is like the two things that we live in, the earth and like the sky. It's like the atmosphere and we all live in that. So it's, it's, there is a contradictory in it, but they, they, they live in harmony. So if anyone wants to go down to D3, where can we find these pieces? Because they are you know, an Instagram moment, it yeah. has to be said, especially as the light starts to fade around 5.30, 6 o'clock. Where can we find the vertical design installations at uh, Dubai Design Week, Charlotte? Yeah, so we are just at the entrance when you came out of the parking. Um, we are next to One Life restaurant um, in front of Building 7, so right in between. And they're quite big. They're like three metres and two metres, wow. so I don't think you'll miss them. Good. <laughs> if anyone wants to come and visit you at the workshop, whether it's taking a class, talking to you about a commission... Um, Learning more about the medium or indeed buying something from the website, what's the best way of getting in touch with you? Um, I would say go onto the website. There is a WhatsApp uh, number onto it, uh, not even a number, a click, a button. So you just get in touch with us on WhatsApp. Um, that would be the best or email. But I mean, we are always available on WhatsApp. I would definitely head out. Uh, do you know what? If you send me the word art, I will send you the link so you can have a look because it is really amazing to see um, what Charlotte and the team do there from a medium, and I can personally attest to, is incredibly difficult to work with. It's it's really, really impressive, Charlotte. I'm going to let you get back to D3. I know you've got <laughs> interviews, you. you've got photo opportunities, but really lovely to hear your passion and to Thank see you. how it's... Thank you, it nice to have you. And then just think about having it in our homes as well. Really, really special. 
You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is Afternoons on Dubai Eye 103.8. We're going back to the ocean now. We all know that the sound of waves can make us feel so much calmer. It's proven to be the most effective sound for calming down that parasympathetic nervous system and willing you to sleep. And how swimming in the ocean is so much better than swimming in a pool. And sure thing, surf therapy has embraced this over the last couple of years. They call it sea therapy, driving awareness of mind and ocean conservation. And behind it, Paula Jacobson in the studio with us now. Does it feel, are you, are you happy on dry land or are you happiest at the beach, Paula? Definitely happiest at the beach. Actually, I cause myself less injuries when I'm in the water because I can't fall over. <laughs> Tell us about where this started for you. Is, is it, has there been a situation where you feel like the, the ocean has really helped you? Yes. I mean, firstly, I was born by the sea in Dorset in, in the UK. I've got a home in Cornwall. It really started when I lost my mum about five, well five years ago and went down to Cornwall for a trip and saw this... Um, project called the wave project and it's the first time I'd heard of surf therapy and it really just resonated because every time I go surfing every time I'm walking by the beach I just feel like I'm stepping away from my problems Mm -hmm. and it it really helps with things like depression for me I'm so sorry about your mum thank you um I I find myself kind of gravitating towards the beach when I when I'm feeling kind of emotionally dysregulated Mm. you know and I think um it's a very natural thing to do to want to take your shoes off and feel, you know, grounded on the sand or, you know, have a swim and have a cry. And no one knows what, yeah. what's, what salt water is, is what. Um, it's one thing to kind of appreciate what it does for you. It's another thing to then turn this into, I guess, a therapy form in itself. What mm. was your initial aim when you started out with Sure Thing? Well, there's, I think, over 100 programs all over the world under the International Surf Therapy Organization, and they target different demographics. And mine was to target people like me who are adults who suffer from depression. It's also been proven to help people with PTSD, with trauma, anxiety. um, And, you know, there are programs around the world for kind of autistic children and people of determination and people who come from tough backgrounds Mm -hmm. and um, it's helped with suicide awareness and that kind of thing as well. So my goal was to kind of provide an alternative therapy for people in the UAE and to really kind of raise awareness for the ocean as well. Can I ask what that looks like in practice then? What, what, are, you, what are you doing exactly? So we don't have that many waves here. Unfortunately, the surf programme isn't, you know, a year-round thing. So I've diversified a bit and brought in things like paddle boarding, wake surfing, and we've also got a community where we kind of have for people to kind of connect to and and speak to each other so it just sounds like a community then has it yeah. turned into I mean because when you say surfing I go well I'm not very good at surfing it's, it's it's not just about sports then no I think that's one of the aims of, of, of a lot of these programs and my program in particular is to make surfing more accessible so you know a dream for me would be to provide a, a fully funded program for people that can't afford to to try surfing or mm-hmm help people that don't have the physical ability to try it and make surfing more accessible so you don't have to be a professional athlete anyone can try it um, surf house does lessons um, whenever we have waves so it's a really safe thing to do if you've got the right instructor you've got something in the diary it's for about a month's time and i'm glad we've got you in now because i think it's going to be incredibly popular it's called the cop 28 paddle out yes what are you working on paula so this is um, one of the events I, had, I kind of diversified into doing was paddle out, paddle boarding. So 
A paddle out is traditionally from, you know, Hawaii. Um, surfers quite often use it to hold a memorial service for someone who's passed away. So they'll all paddle out on their surfboards into the ocean and usually they form a circle and have a kind of memorial service or a ceremony. They'll bring um, flower petals, they'll kind of maybe have a minute's silence and then they celebrate the life by kind of splashing around and blowing horns and cheering and stuff. So what I wanted to do was have a tribute to the ocean during COP28 because I think, you know, the UAE needs as much you know, good stuff to show the rest of the world that we're doing here. We have an amazing community of surfers, divers. Um, my friend Chloe has an amazing scuba diving school at JA the Resort. She's, been- she's the lady that my eight-year-old's learning how to how to scuba with, and she's got just the. I, I couldn't think of a better person to yeah. to teach children, especially girls, I should say. Yeah, she's amazing um, about the underwater world. So I can't think of a better person for you to partner with than this than Chloe. Yeah. She's, she's fantastic. This is going to be at JA The Resort, which is where yeah. Chloe's dive school is. Exactly. So JA The Resort is hosting it, which is amazing of them. They've got a beautiful grass area by the beach. So we'll have the paddle out there um, and we'll have activations on the grass from, from Heel Hub, people like that who are offering ice baths and yoga as well with Yofit Studios. Um, it's going to be a safe event. We've got my friend Luke from Blue Guard who's coming along to do water safety. Um, and it's going to have lots going on there, so it's kind of like a little festival. Who's it open to in terms of ages, demographics, ab- you know, ability to paddle, yeah. for example? Well, I feel really strongly about that, so I th- it's open to everybody. Um, I'm even looking at how to get, you know, people who need adaptive water vessels to get into the water. Well, it's funny you should say that. When I went down to the beach, so I try now on a Monday morning, drop the kids off, Monday I go straight to the beach, just, and even it's, even it's like a 10-minute walk. I'm not, you know, making out I'm doing any great strides. Um, I saw one of the beach wheelchairs there mm. and actually a friend's daughter um, has cerebral palsy and she, she sent me a video the other day of her using it at Kite Beach. This one's at Sunrise Beach. And I think it's just incredible that, you know, we're thinking here in Dubai about making some of the most beautiful places in the city so much more accessible, whether that is paths that go all the yeah. way down to the water, you know, these floating wheelchairs and special assistance with the lifeguards who are trained. So anything we can do to kind of raise awareness around that, I think, is is brilliant. Yeah. Um, so this is going to be a message going when and where. Okay, so JA, <laughs> the resort, yeah. 10th of December. Yeah. Um, it is the COP28 paddle out. And you're going to be there for much of the day, Paula? What's the, what's I'll be the there time? probably from 3am <laughs> setting up the event <laughs> um, and packing it down afterwards. So it's kind of a volunteer effort at the moment, but still looking for sponsors. And I want to get that beautiful drone imagery from the sky if we can, which is obviously difficult here. But I have, I know a man. Oh, do you? I know a man that can. <laughs> I will send you Amazing. his details. And um, will paddle boards be provided? So we have a... Uh, a small number of paddle boards, that's another thing I'm looking for, but people are allowed to bring their own water vessels, whether it's a paddleboard, surfboard, kayak, dragon boat, dinghy, I don't know, anything that they I can float this. in the water on. Thank um, you so much for yeah. coming in and kind of sharing your passion. Where can people find out more? So Core Direction has a ticket sales um, link on my Instagram page. I've just posted a story today on Sure Thing Surf Therapy and there's all the details there. And you can buy your ticket through that link. I am, as you can hear, (laughs) typing right now to find it. Uh, We should say sure thing is like 
the shore line yeah so s-h-o-r-e exactly. yeah sure thing surf therapy if you want to send me the word surf um i will um i'll send you the link um as we said uh the biggest paddle out yet taking place with surf house dubai chloe from blue divers blue guard and it's all going to be at ja the resort thank you thank so you, much thanks it's, for having me it sounds like a really beautiful event and i'm sure it will be emotional in in many different ways and, and really well-timed reminder about yeah. you know this beautiful part of the world and how we need to treasure it really yeah. show let's show off the uae <laughs> absolutely absolutely if you send me the word surf i will send you the link so you can find out more you've been listening to a dubai i 103.8 podcast to enjoy lots more from dubai i in the united arab emirates just go to dubai i 1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts